Like, should have done my hair. Oh yeah, yeah. I should have warned you so you could have. Should have done my hair and makeup. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we obviously have as well. Um, so Jordan, I learned about C twenty four seven Father's Ministries. Is that the whole name of it? Yeah. So I went to school with Natalie for a year at Olivet, and then as Facebook friends, I've kind of followed mm-hmm. her life. And then as, as she kind of got more involved with her marriage and things like that. So, um, but it's been cool to kind of follow that, but so I know a little bit from following them on Facebook, but if you could kind of just share a little bit about what the organization does and all of that, that'd be great. Yeah. So, I mean, if you know Natalie at all, um, and her husband, James as well, like, so I'm the director of development and I like, I say I have the easiest job in the world because when people meet them, it's just like, it's very easy to convince people to give us money when we <laughs> meet these guys and just what they're doing with their lives is just unbelievable. So, um, yeah, I mean, really we, our whole organization started with James Crockett, Natalie's husband who lived in the neighborhood. He grew up on the West side of Chicago, but you know, um, single mom in prison and all, all these things and just kind of turned his life around. And he has a really strong commitment to just being this stable kind of dad presence in the neighborhood on Howard street. So he, most of his days are literally just walking around the block and building relationships with guys. Um, so he, when there's a shooting or someone needs a place to stay or food or there's a new person on the block like he's the first to know before police or aldermen or anything and um so we would definitely say like relationships the first thing we do rather than like there are a lot of nonprofits in the area and a lot of them are a big church or government entity comes in and says okay here's our box solution Um, which can be good. Those things are necessary, but ours is definitely build the relationship first and then figure out what. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the foundation. And then out of that has come an after school program, which now we have more than 60 kids at every day, which is wild. Um, And that is three and a half ish hours a day, um, middle elementary, middle and high school kids now. um, And they get fed and, um, tutored and mentored and all kinds of stuff. We have a job program, which is um, definitely our most informal program. It's a lot of guys who are just getting out of prison or, um, you know, maybe they have a sixth grade education and it's people who typically want it fit in um, other job programs. So it's sometimes it's the very most basic thing of like, how do you work the computer or like literally teaching you how to type or, um, you know, so it, that looks, a lot, it's hard sometimes to show the effectiveness in that program because a win for these guys is literally just not getting killed or not going back to a gang or yeah. selling drugs. Like that's just the reality. Um, so after school jobs and then outreach program is just the giant bucket for everything else we do. There's a monthly food pantry that serves a couple hundred people every time. There's um, during the summer, we help host what we just call it night church, but really it's a way it's the most. So Friday nights is typically the most violent mm-hmm. um, 
time. And so we go to the most violent place and just bring a bunch of people. And it's pretty hard to shoot someone when there's a hundred kids around. So we just kind of literally be a presence. Wow. Um, And we do like Saturdays, our great giveaway, which is this what like 500 people there. We're going to have carnival rides and giving out bikes and laptops and all kinds of things. Um, Yeah. So that's, that's That's a lot going on. Yeah. And um, yeah. So you guys had a lot going on even during COVID, right? Like you're, you had a store and different things and was it helping with rent for different, what did you guys have going on during COVID? Yeah, so the store is the pantry, so we still do that, which we started. Um, And then the Fresh Start Fund, we still do now, which is, you know, we don't have the red tape a lot of people do. So if someone, and we know these families so well. um, So yeah, our Fresh Start Fund is if somebody's starting a new job and they need a down payment on a car, or if they need, if they're moving to non um uh, public housing, like into a real apartment and they need help with a down payment. Like we just have a fund that we're able to help with. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Nice. And I saw that you guys have a new space. Are you, so you guys moved or are moving or what, what's that? Where are you at with that? Yeah. I don't know if you remember or ever saw pictures. Like we were in a tiny, tiny basement, like probably the size of my office here. Okay. Like <laughs> it felt like, well, so we finally, um, uh, uh, an after-school program that that um, is is no longer existing um, decided to gift us their building. Wow! So we have this we have a space on Howard Street in the middle of everything, and then we're also raising funds to build. Um, at first, it was like a half a million dollar project, and we've grown so much now it's like a seven million dollar project. Yeah. Um, so we're, but yeah, we're about probably about halfway through a capital campaign and we own a lot and the idea is to build like a you know, brand new state-of-the-art building. Yeah, in Rogers Park. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Do you have questions and stuff? Tell me a little bit about um, just what the, what, it seems like you guys have been growing a lot in the last few years, right? So what is that? Um what does that look like? What have the challenges been? What is, uh, how have, you know, just what, what have you guys learned about yourselves through that process, I suppose? Yeah, I mean, it's a tremendous problem to have, especially during, like, we get told so often, we're one of the few nonprofits that are going up trajectory, especially during COVID, like, it was really hard for a lot of them. So we're very grateful. But yeah, the challenges have just been, like, this this is all centered around Natalie and James in the beginning, like the, they were the organization. And now we're at a point where we have several staff members we've hired. And so watching them try to go from doing everything themselves to be managers has been a process. Um, and then also we, I think, need to work on defining exactly what our strengths in terms of serving our our people are. I think we can try to do too much sometimes. So like this year, especially with summer programs, we do a whole slate of summer programs, a summer camp, um, work program, trips. Like we just took 75 people to Six Flags for the day from the neighborhood, which was super yeah. fun. But, um, but it's like, so we grew and grew and grew. And then there was kind of like, okay, now we have all this money that we can kind of 
do everything we've dreamed of doing and we have the staff and then we just kind of went and tried to do it all. And then now we're finishing our fiscal year and we're for the first time ever, we're a little behind um, and people are kind of exhausted. And I mean, it's, we've done the work we wanted to do, but we're like, okay, we need, it's not sustainable, right? It needs to be a little more structured. Focused and yeah, narrow the focus of it. Yeah. Well, so our foundation focuses on um, helping widows and orphans is kind of the, the goal or the mentality around that. And it sounds like there's a few different ways. How would you say that like what you guys do would fit within that realm? Yeah. Um, I mean, specifically, so, I mean, I would say a lot of our work is single moms, not, I mean, I guess if you're saying, I mean, is a widow someone whose husband has passed away specific? Okay. No, not specifically. More like what I you're mean, saying, yeah. a single mom, some, or, I mean, it could be a single dad in some ways too, I guess. Yeah. But he's trying to, yeah. Do it on then, own. yeah, I mean, I would say if, like, pretty much all our families are single moms or dads who are just need a lot of help to get back into the family. Like they've just been in prison or, or whatever. And um, so most of it's single moms and then like orphans. I mean, I would think of like a story I've been sharing a lot is like, it's unreal that this happens in America in the 21st century. Like two of our kids in our after school program, um, they're they live with their grandma single grandma and she um reached a point in her drug addiction where she was needing to she was literally selling them for sex to fund her like that that should not happen right um and so i mean are they orphans i guess we could define what orphan means but like clearly those are kids who need so much like the amount of help they need just and they're resilient and that's the beautiful thing is like we watch these kids and you never know that they're going through this but I mean talk about kids who don't have any parent support at all like that's what we're trying to do yeah and when you guys meet them not only with like the the physical things they need but the relationship the fact that you guys prioritize relationship I mean more than anything right they need they need people to love them and then they need Christ love. So that's awesome. Yeah. What do you got? Any other questions from you? Um, I'm sorry. I'm just like picking through your financials as we're talking and, and being boring. So that's, that's but if, niche. Um, are, were there specific in, with how quickly you guys have, again, going back to how, how you've grown, were there, um, were there specific, like, I don't know if there's like large grants or large, you know, endowment sort of, um, funds that that came your way that that led to the growth happening that way it looks like a lot of it is individuals which is great mm-hmm. i'm just curious if there's if there was something that sparked growth on the funding side specifically yeah um honestly not really like our our base is so incredibly stable like we we have you know our top donor gives maybe 50 grand a year, maybe. Um, So it's very spread out. It is mostly individuals. There's foundations. A lot of the foundations are sort of like yours where it's a smaller family foundation. Um, 
it's really just been, we're so lucky we're situated. I don't know how well you know Chicago. Well, you, you were down here, but like we are the northernmost street in the city of Chicago and literally five minutes up the road are some of the richest neighborhoods in the country. So most of our relationships are with the North Shore, which is millionaires and stuff. Um, so the proximity is just a, a, a luck of the draw. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess the short answer is no, it's not like we had McDonald's come give us half a million dollars or something. Right, sure. Right. sure. Yeah. Um, but the flip side is that's what we need now. Like we're at the point where 10 and $20,000 gifts a year is wonderful, but we need some of the bigger, you know, we're trying to crack that next level of yeah. really transformation gifts. That makes sense. Very cool. So your, um, your, your capital project that you're working on, do you have a, a timeline on that that you're hoping to, to be, you know, in or, or, or I'm, I'm just curious more about where that's at in terms of paying for it and, and raising for it. You said you're about halfway through your campaign. I, I didn't know what that meant in terms of the project itself. Yeah. So we own a lot. We own the lot we will build on. And we now own this building that that Starfish, the after school program gave us, which is probably worth about half a million. Um, and so, yeah, I would say so we've raised including pledges, we've raised about two and a half million for the new project. As we've grown in the planning, that is, like I said, become like our our biggest dream is about a $7 million project now. So we're in that stage of we have the luxury of waiting because we have this building that's been gifted to us. And we're trying to discern obviously we don't want to hold on to people's two and a half million they've given us for 10 more years, but how far down in our, you know, how far do we bring the project budget down versus do we wait a few years and try to raise it? There's been some really large city grants we've been applying for. There's a bunch of COVID money still. Um, yeah. So that's not a perfect answer. We don't have a specific timeline, um, but that's where, yeah, where before we were gifted that, that building, it was going to be, well, we're just, we have two and a half million, let's spend that and then yeah. we'll go from there. And now it's like, well, we don't need to do that today. So yeah. let's dream. Yeah. A more. Is there, is there consideration around that building you were gifted? Uh, is, is it, does it have limiting factors that make it not a good long-term solution? You know, it's, it's obviously good that you have it right now because then it's the urgency is not there, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's, I guess what I'm wondering. Yeah, it's it's certainly not a permanent thing. And part of it is trying to be responsible. We're only about 10 years old as an organization. So judging the obviously our, we're exponentially growing right now. But is that are we near the top or are we, you know, mm. um, so it's not a permanent home, but for the next year or so it would, it would make out just fine. It's okay. a fairly old building. So putting obviously sinking a bunch of money into sure. repairs and things won't be probably is it, it it's old is it is it too small or is it is it more that it's more that it's just old outdated too small yeah. too small yeah mm -hmm. very cool um those are my questions i don't know i think you did a good job with 
Yours too. Anything else, Jordan, that you feel like would be important for us to know about like what you do? I don't know, story about, I mean, you shared a little bit about those kids, any testimonials or anything or anything you think that we should know or pass along? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I really appreciate this. I think um, if you, I could check, but are you guys on our email list? Yes. Yep. Okay. That That's what I tell, that's the best, that's what we update the most. So that will keep you guys updated. And um, yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot more. I mean, we could tell, I, I think my only other question for you guys is like, I, I probably should have done a better job. I think from what I understand, we've just kind of gotten a check every year from you guys. So if there's more reporting or things yeah. you want from us. Well, so we also are somewhat new and kind of working out our own processes of how things are going. Um, so I believe I can double check, but I believe I sent an email in June at some point, just kind of sharing what we are looking for a little bit more information as we decide. We're just kind of fine-tuning our process here and how we get information stuff like that because in the past it has been like who's got an organization they love and feels like it fits the goal in some way and things like that so or our mission um and so we are yeah so I, I should have sent all that to you if for some reason you don't have it feel free to email me but that kind of should give guidance of what we're looking for it's kind of just like a one page like tell us what you do and what your mission is and how it fits with our mission and then I think there are like some financial aspects what what other pieces was a part of that puzzle. Yeah. And I mean, those are the main ones. Basically we've, we've never really had a, a grant process um, and we really don't want to make a, to be a burden. Yeah. We don't want to be burdensome and create a bunch of work. Um, but mm -hmm. just a little bit more of a process of, you know, if you're reapplying every year, we get your updated financials. And um, if you have a new video that you guys made, you know, that sort of stuff, just to we can keep a kind of an ongoing uh, track of our relationship with you guys. And um, so maybe we'll resend, we'll resend you something with links to basically it's a, it's just a portal that you can upload um, like a one page. There's a template for a one page grant request. And then, um, and then you can That's upload cool. any of the supplementals that are, that you, that you think will be helpful. Um, okay. Yep. And I think kind of along with creating a process as we're doing, we're trying to like, support a program for like three years and then take a break and then they can reapply again kind of thing. So it's like three years on, what do we say, a year off? So just kind of, mm -hmm. just so you know, I mean. Yeah, trying to develop a little more of a cadence for um, for grants. And I think you guys have been on the, on the smaller side that we've given. So we're trying to develop a little bit more of a rhythm where there might be partners that get something like that on an annual basis, but but for some of the bigger gifts, you're actually writing kind of and and giving us some more specific, you know, details on what how the funds would be used. So, so I will send that to you in case in case it got lost somewhere along the way. But yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you for your time, Jordan. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thank you. Guys. All right, yeah. have a good day. All right. Bye. -bye. Mm -hmm.